from the creators who brought you RuPaul's Drag Race and Million Dollar Listing. This is World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Wow Report, where we count down the top 10 things of the week that make us go wow. I'm James St. James, here with Wow's other co-founder, Randy Barbado, and millennial producer, Blake Jacobs, who are filling in for Tom Campbell and Fenton Bailey, who are off on secret assignment. So that means I am finally in control. (laughs) It is the James St. James show. And since everyone is gone and we are battening down the hatches and keeping the home fires burning, uh, we decided to bring on a very special guest, a very pretty lady. Oh, my goodness. We are blessed to have with us in the studio, Bianca Del Rio. I tell you, it pays to be a hooker on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm so glad I saw you today and you said, come on down, bitch. Let's do the show. I saw you walking down the boulevard, working it, and we just hoover back you off the street and plopped you in front of a screen <laughs> to be honest hoover back that's the only time i get sucked on that street but yes it's good to see all of you you know the last time i, I did this is when Anton uh, campbell's cat died remember that oh no <laughs> cried that episode and then the cat was found Where she I was the whole fucking time <laughs> i remember that because i was like tom's cat didn't die no, but this was the cat that went missing, and then the dead cat was found near her house, and she thought it was the cat because it had the same fur, so she's crying, and then two days later, the other cat showed up. I'm like, this fucking bitch. Oh, please. She planned that. That was all part of, like, ratings grab. It is. <laughs> and all of those tricks she pulled, she didn't get any fucking sympathy from me, you dumb bitch. Was it May? Sweet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> What can we do? What can we, we all we all were plotting it behind the yes. we won't tell Bianca, but we're all gonna act really concerned. Well, she dedicated the episode to the cat. <laughs> oh, she is that, that, that one is just just she's just crazy. She's wrapped up in that heartfelt drag race moment. Oh turn around. Let me play. Tom, if you if little Tom could learn about this cat's death. <laughs> What would little Tom say? <laughs> what would you say, little Tom? <laughs> what it was the, the cat's inner saboteur <laughs> to be run over? Uh, this, this next season, I think the cat's going to get possessed. There you go. I'll come back for that. Uh, well, before, without any ado, let us begin our show. We're going to start at number 10. Number 10. I went to go see uh, Priscilla, the Sofia Coppola biopic of Priscilla Presley at the theaters. And dear God in heaven, I hated every minute of it. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I don't know if you want to see it. It, it, I saw it. It, uh, you know, there's two good hairdos. Bianca, you, you might oh. go for that. It, no. some, some suggestion. There's a couple day dresses, 60s day dresses that okay. work. But the rest of it is this whispery little ASMR where uh, both Elvis and, and Priscilla just talk to each other in these breathless little baby voices. And you know for a fact that they didn't talk like that. You know that they shouted and screamed and, and you know. Yes. I mean, it, but it, but because it's Sophia, it's all you know, soft lit. It's all you know, it's it's just that sort of gooey gooey thing. And yes, Elvis is portrayed as you know a creeper, 
uh, uh, grooming his, this you know fourteen year old girl, which is pretty disgusting. Um, but it's her parents that are the real monsters. They oh. sort of throw her to Elvis at age fifteen, and like they go live with them. They don't care. It's they're the monsters. But they really Priscilla, who helped write the movie, really goes out of her way to make uh, Elvis the villain. And I, I I don't know that I I think he was sort of a man child and idiot. And did you get that, Blake? Uh uh-uh. uh What did you think? <laughs> Did you like it? Did you have the same impression that James did? I did not love it. I thought it was mostly style and really no substance. Right. Mm. It looked really good. There were a lot of shots in it that were just like, why is this even in the movie? Like, there was a part where, you know, she's studying on the bed and they're all downstairs partying. And, you know, she has to get up and shut the door. To prove that you know it was a hard time for her to study. While well, I- you know, you know why that's in the movie is because she's still alive. The yeah, best it- movies are made when they're dead because that is based it. on her book. So yeah. you, you get the idea that Priscilla had a little too much hand in the making of the movie, where yeah. there's just shot after shot, like you said, of her wandering the halls of school with with a mysterious yeah. smile on her face because she's got Elvis, you know, right. And, it's uh, the whole Didn't, thing. Now, uh, two things. First of all, all of Sofia Coppola's movies are like that because they're yeah. all they're all like photographs. They're like photographs yeah. mm-hmm. next to one another, and it's all slow mo, and it's yeah. all delicious to look soft at. Soft focus, soft focus. Didn't Lisa Marie like write some letter before she died in protest of the movie, or am I just making that up? Well, that's because it like because it's Priscilla's movie, she really does go out of her way to show that that Priscilla is a saint and that Elvis was a monster. And Girl. obviously Lisa didn't want her dad portrayed that way. It is it is weird though that for as campy as Priscilla and Elvis were, and they mm-hmm. were a fun couple in the sixties, and they sort of decamped Elvis and Priscilla, which I don't know how you can do, and they just sort of made it seem like they were just these two ordinary Southern people, I don't know. Jacob and Marty was good. I expected so much more. She's alive, and she's got a heavy hand. You could tell she's got a heavy hand. Look at her yeah. plastic surgery choices. And the thing that you watch it, <laughs> if you're looking at this, you want the grit. You want to see the kitchen with the carpet. You yeah. want to see the peanut butter jelly moment. You want to see somebody yeah. fall off the toilet. That's the entertainment you in do, this. You do. You Everyone want surprise is our entertainment, Priscilla. Don't take it away. Thank you. Thank That's you. Problematic. When I die, write whatever y'all want. Make it up. I don't give a shit as long as it's entertaining. We're, 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 I'm making notes right now about the Bianca Del Rio story afterwards. Do we have to wait till you die? Yes! <laughs> then I'm going to ask for those sweet scenes, you know? Right. We want to see my inner saboteur, Randy. That's what we want to see. <laughs> You're already dead inside. Thank you. Talk More about on that, that later. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's uh, Priscilla, which is on screens now uh, at their theater. See it or don't. Moving on to number nine. Wait, I, have, I have to say, I love that exit. See it or don't. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. See it or don't. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. I'm obsessed with ticks. Uh, every summer I go to Martha's Vineyard and there are lots of ticks there. Oh. And, you know, it's like... 
I thought it was just something, you know, Lyme disease. There's a lot of people who think that Lyme disease is just in people's minds. It's I don't not. believe it. I don't. Oh, oh, I don't okay. have it. I never got it. But I have. I've like this summer. I had ticks on my clothes. <gasps> I I I cover myself in tick spray. But the ticks are taking over. There's a new. There's this Asian longhorn tick that is becoming this epidemic. It's taking over kind of all the U.S. And um, it part of the reason it's it's become so uh, um, there there are so many of them is because they reproduce the females reproduce asexually, and they can produce. Like thousands and thousands of like babies. Lily Tomlin. I mean, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like Lily Tomlin. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sharing this for no reason other than to to create fear. I like personally. I you know I do think Mother Nature is like is planning this major assault on us, and whether it's the ticks or the sharks or the bears, you know, part of it is like the the fragmentation of nature. And so all these, there are these pockets of wildlife. The orcas that, are, the orcas that are attacking everybody. The everything. orcas, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but Randy, my question to you is this, because um, I have sort of a similar story, but when you were covered in ticks, when you've been out in the woods and you come back and you've got a tick on, are they in, and they're sucking the blood and they're getting bigger and bigger on you. Did you freak out or, or is it just something that you can grab the tick and, and pull it off? Or do you, they were on my clothes. I would absolutely freak out if they were on, on my, um, on my skin. My, someone who was staying at the house I was at, she had one on her back oh. and she managed to pull it off and then saved it. And we had it in a little thing. And we hey, are we of... talking about ticks or tricks? <laughs> <laughs> what are we, are we, cause this is very similar. This is not Fire Island. We were not on Fire Island. Telling us you had a pet tick that you kept the entire time. The tick, it died eventually. Because it stopped. Now, we well, weren't feeding it blood, but <laughs> you weren't having satanic rituals with virgins. <laughs> um, well, I saw it, that they there's also an endemic, or there's like parachuting spiders that are coming to the U.S. Yeah, you know well, it, they also the you know the, and those um, the pythons bug. in Florida. Oh, oh well, well another Florida. reason not to visit. But you know, it, I a few years ago I had a bed bug infestation in my house when I got a chaise long from a auction site, and it came with bed bugs, and they they were so aggressive, and they crawl on you, and after a while, I just got to the point where I could just grab them and you know squish them James, in my hands and throw James, them away. Stop that! Stop that! <laughs> that is no. auction, is auction French for trash? I'm just curious. <laughs> You think anyone is ever going to come over to your house after that well, story? No, it's been four years, and I promise they're gone. And no one's it been was, there since. It How was, did you it get was, rid of them? You just let them. They came to my house, the exterminators, and they said, "You've got to get rid of all your clothes and all your books." And I oh. started crying, and I said. My clothes are my friends. My books are my friends. I can't get rid of them. We've got it. And they're like, well, you, there's nothing you can do. You either tent the entire apartment and heat it up to like 500 degrees, in which case we have to take out anything that's going to melt. Or, you know, they then eventually we decided that they could um, 
just spray the fuck out of the place and just soak everything, and which is what they did. Are they sharing rent now? Are they paying their part <laughs> yeah. to live with you? But literally, it was six months of of these just hundreds of bugs crawling on you every day. Just you, I couldn't get out, and it was during the pandemic, so I was like literally trapped in a room with bugs crawling on me. There are those TikTok clips of people with bugs crawling all over their heads if you want yes. to look at something uh-huh. after this. I yes. think yes. all of this is not necessarily... I think Mother Nature is just telling us, stay in the city. Stay yeah. in the city, you faggots. <laughs> That's what it is. So I'm okay. in the city. I'm safe. No snakes here. No snakes uh-huh. in Palm Springs, honey. I'm good. That, 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 that's your new, your, that's the next, your next show. No, Bianca Del Rio, no snakes here. No snakes <laughs> on my plane. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, well now moving on. Number eight, Blake, what do you got? Number eight. I have some singers behaving badly and one singer behaving goodly. Have you guys heard about this Bobby Storm, the, the, the gospel singer on the flight who wouldn't yeah. shut the fuck yeah. up? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 She, By the way, um, Jan, the um, Jan, the drag queen, was on yes. that flight. Stop! Oh. <laughs> Did she Make back up? <laughs> the stewardess. She was the stewardess. Times well, are hard yeah. after the season. <laughs> she wouldn't shut up, and she said she was nominated for two Grammys, but she mm-hmm. isn't even individually nominated. She just performed with Maverick City Music, which is nominated. But let's be real here. I don't care what trophy you have. We're on a flight. Shut the fuck up. And the problem with people, I can't stand people on their phones. I can't stand people with the earpiece. Mm-hmm. Like the goal is to get up in the air and get to our fucking destination. So any of this tomfoolery that you're doing is going to create conflict and delay the process. I mean, as if they need to delay flights any longer, you know, you get on the plane, just find your seat, put your shit in the overhead, you know, that's protocol but the I don't even talk to me I do, not, I do not need anybody sing, sing yeah. a spiritual and say God told me to sing it girl oh. Oh and, and also don't bring God yeah don't bring God into it and keep your shoes on yes keep your shoes oh. on too Wait, you well, know what yeah, I smell with Robert Kennedy. F. Kennedy? Yeah, wandering around, it, going to the bathroom with his nar- nasty old feet. Oh, God. You know what I saw on a flight? I saw a woman in first class I have money. She was sitting <laughs> in the seat and she was switching the channels, browsing with her foot, Mary, with her foot. I was going to say, I was in coach. I don't have money. So, oh, but a woman put her hair going back over the seat, obscuring oh. my screen. It was like literally, I had to push her hair out of the way. That's to watch triggering to you. That's triggering. That is rude because you are follically challenged. And she's <laughs> that's a lawsuit. That's a lawsuit, baby. It, it was harder for me than for it anybody was. else. Woo! If you told that story on Drag Race, you'd win. That's a good <laughs> Well, second singer behaving badly. I'm more just saying this because I want to call her out is Miranda Lambert, um, who I loved. What did she do? She is on. She is doing two dates on the Kid Rock Jason Aldean Small oh, yeah. Town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why, Miranda? Don't Why? you have a gay brother? It's, it's, you know, I just saw um, Alana Stewart uh, was lunching at Mar-a-Lago last week, and I had to unfollow her. I just, you know, these people that you can't do that if you want fans. If if you want me to follow you, Alana Wait a Stewart. Minute. 
Alana Stewart. Let's start with that. <laughs> you want fans? She's trying to get a free meal. Live your life, Alana Stewart. And what's sad is only a fag of a certain age knows who Alana Stewart is. <laughs> and here we are going. Mm-hmm. She had a really fabulous show for about ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, the nerve. What are we going to do with Atlanta Stewart on the other side now? You know, in my life, I just assume everybody's a Republican asshole, and then I'm pleasantly surprised when they're not. You know? Uh, it just makes life so much easier. I just see people on TV, see people at the airport. I just go, mm-hmm, look at that bitch. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later, oh, she's actually nice. Oh, <laughs> she voted Democrat. Like, that's that's helpful to me. If you just assume... It just moves them aside. So Alana Stewart, I'm not surprised. Miranda Lambert, she's got to be careful because gays do like Miranda Lambert. Exactly. Is her husband gay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, Miss Exactly. So he's against like, you. What? Very quickly, who was your third? Oh, and the one singer behaving goodly, Pink. She oh. is. Oh, yeah giving away 2,000 banned books at her Florida concerts. Nice. So uh, give it up for Pink. Thank you for doing the yes. good thing. Unlike Miranda Lambert. Mm-mm-mm. Miranda, cancel the tour. Mm-hmm. Shady. Okay. Well, we will be right back after these messages. And Blake, you don't have a question for us this week, do you? Who is Alana Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to The Wild Report on Radio Andy. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome back. I'm James St. James, joined with our millennial producer, Blake Jacobs, our fearless leader, Randy Barbado, and our very special guest, the lovely and talented Bianca Del Rio. And before we left, we had a question that was going to stump everyone. What was it? <laughs> well, this Chanteuse was um, dining at Mar-a-Lago, Alana Stewart. Who is Alana Stewart? No, 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 no. Uh, you're thinking of, um, uh, from, what is it, the Thompson Twins, right? Right. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about, talking about George Hamilton's Hamilton. wife. Oh, yeah, I, I said Chanteuse, but I just meant, like, muse, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But she's yeah, more of a chartreuse. Chartreuse. <laughs> she's a little green and tacky. <laughs> you could look at her. She fits right in at Mar-a-Lago. She could be any of his ex-wives, any of his daughters. You know, it, it's it, she's, she's with her people, as they say. She's with her people. We are not surprised. I yeah. can't, I did not plan on bashing Alana Stewart. We're not bashing her. We're being honest. Yeah. With this show, take some zigs and zags that we do not pay. Hey, any press well, is good press for Mandy, a lot of Stewart. Mandy, you won't be able to get her as a drag drag show host. She won't be able to come on. She could be a judge. And she was going to be drag race Tibet. Yeah, we were going to have her host, actually. But you know what I tell everybody, Randy, whenever we're there, they often ask, when are you on Drag Race again? I said, well, it's top secret. Most people don't know this, but I will be hosting my own franchise. And they all clap like assholes. And then I say, I'm hosting what? Drag Race North Korea. (laughs) 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 Actually, we didn't want to talk to you about that. We wanted to talk to you about that. You're the only person who could. (laughs) (laughs) Big money. Big money. Yes. Yes, and there really will be lip syncing for their lives. 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, I uh, number seven. Number seven. I uh, received in the mail this week, as I always do, my Neiman Marcus catalog, uh, Christmas catalog, which uh-huh. is always lots of fun. It's just a delight. It really is. Every single thing in it is $10,000 just across the board. Every pair of shoes, every purse, every suit, every dress. It's just $10,000. There's, there's no getting around it. But near the back of it, it has the really fun gifts. Randy, you probably know what I'm talking about. The fantasy gifts, right? Oh, what you don't you you all don't get your Neiman Marcus catalog? No. I know because you've talked about it on the show before. Yes. No, we're a little different, James. I don't have the catalog, nor do I have bed bugs. Okay, but I'm trying to relate. <laughs> trying to relate. <laughs> I go from the highs to the lows. You win. Who's got books, bed bugs, and clothes? And a Neiman Marcus catalog. James does. Uptown, downtown. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm going to tell you some of the a couple of the of the really fun gifts that they have for five hundred and ten thousand oh, dollars. You it? can have a Disney animator turn you into a character and they will give you a download of that character inserted into a miniature special animated short video. OK, okay. does that sound like fun? Would you do it? Reasonable. Reasonable. Reasonable? I mean. I would gift it to a child, I guess. Okay. $510,000? $510,000, yes. I think the, um, I think you could get it cheaper someplace else. <laughs> we have a couple. Of, I have a friend. I have a lot of Kohl's cash. <laughs> Just let um, me do your makeup and you'll look like a Disney character. <laughs> Take a Polaroid and make a video on your phone. Now, for $485,000, you can go on a yachting treasure hunt through Indonesia. And you and five friends can uh, will embark on an adventure of a lifetime where you go yachting off into you know for days and days and then they give you a message in a bottle and it starts your adventure where you have to discover clues in caves you have to go scuba diving for clues you have to hike through jungles you have to do all this stuff and then when you find it out when you find the final clue and figure it out you win a hundred and fifty thousand dollar voucher that will fill your treasure chest full of neiman marcus jewelry Oh. Oh. Okay. okay. So you've got to pay. You've got to pay for yourself to get there. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I think I think it's all inclusive. Um. Uh. But the, how much the was that? One, how much was it? What? That was four hundred eighty-five thousand. Oh, oh four hundred eighty-five thousand. Nine days on a yacht with five friends. I mean, right there, it pays for itself, right? Oh, sure. 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 So this next Split one, it though, ten was, ways. This is a real steal here. I need for ten five, friends. <laughs> Who's Fine, ten friends? I don't have ten friends. Ten friends that you trust that will pay their way. Girl, I thought they were going to say you go through the cave, you go underwater, you get to the treasure chest, you open it up, and it's the bill for the week that you've been on the boat. That's what I thought it was going to be. No gratuity added. This one though is really a steal. For five hundred thousand dollars, you and a guest can go to the Cannes Film Festival, and you get to stay in a five star hotel. Walk okay. the red carpet to a, a, a movie of their choice. Go oh. see the movie of their choice. But then you get a $500,000 voucher for Chopard's jewelry, which means that the hotel and the travel and all of that stuff is free. You're paying That's the best thing you mentioned. Now that I would do. Right? Yes. And I would walk that red carpet to go watch Priscilla. That's what I would do. 
Do you need a good nap? Yeah, and go through that red carpet. This was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Moving on to number six. Uh, Randy, that's you. Number six. The death of immersive attractions. I read this article in Axios kind of a few weeks after the sphere opened. And basically everyone's been jumping up and down about how amazing it is. And basically this article was arguing that it's the beginning of the end of immersive attractions. And it, and it said attractions, you're talking about like that, that sprinkles thing where you went to the ice cream place. Yeah. Or the Van Gogh thing where you dance next to the Britney video. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And the sphere being an extreme example of it because you're, you're watching YouTube perform, but it's got this incredible screen and it's supposed to be a fully immersive experience. And, um, My theory about this is that I've thought some of these immersive attractions were dead on arrival. Like I didn't find them particularly exciting. They're really great to bring young children to, but like I never thought they had legs. And I think that we've gotten this wrong. I think technology has lured people into thinking that we need to build these huge entertainment complexes when really, I mean, Kylie Minogue and Bianca, I think you're an example of, I'm not saying you're the opposite of that, but like what people crave is the connection. They want like the real, they want entertainment. They yeah. want it from an individual, like an individual who they connect with, who they yeah. have a relationship with. And they don't need all this other shit that people are spending all this money on including the audience, because I think the audience convinces themselves that they need that. And I think there are some extreme examples of where it works, but even like Beyonce and Taylor Swift at the end of the day, they're the connection. Yes, their shows have all this other spectacle, but... Um, but, but Randy, you know, an, an example of that that I think we've talked about on the show is that the new Academy Museum, which if you've gone through the actual museum part, it's just video screens of yeah. movies and video screens of people talking like I want actual shoes and outfits and right. props. And like all you get is that. just they, they seem to think that, that because it's 2023, that all people want is a video of something right. like that. And that's not it. That's not it. That's. It's the opposite of what a museum should be. I can sit home and watch the History Channel for something like that, you know? Well, I said that recently, not that it's a connection, but also, like, the people that went down to go see the Titanic, you know, in that submarine. Girl, turn your air condition on 59 degrees, turn off the lights, watch it on YouTube. The hole was this big. Now, let me tell you, a hole this big is only good for a few fucking things. And I'm going to tell you, it's not good for looking at the Titanic for that amount of money. So I don't understand the fuckery with it, but the people love to go, I'm the first to do this. I'm here yes. rather than experiencing it. I won't go to a concert. Now this is my problem. I would love to go see Taylor Swift, but I don't like Taylor Swift fans. So to be trapped in the uh-huh. room and to Taylor this big right here, or to find myself watching the screen the whole time, to me, that's not fun. I'd like to be, in a space where I can see someone, some tangible individual. Yes, yes. And I can experience it for my money rather than be in this blown out place where I can't watch. I think that's the future of entertainment too. And I think the Kylie show is a great example. I was just going to say, from what I have seen of this Kylie show, Mike Pressman was just there last week and he was like literally six inches away from her. Like to me, that is how you do it. She's literally six inches. 
Well, and I didn't go to the tour, Beyonce or Taylor myself, but I have a close friend who did. And then the he actually preferred the movie because when he went yeah. to the show, he was so far up and the t- the fans were screaming so loud. You couldn't hear anything. Yeah. He said you didn't know what song she was singing until it was oh. halfway through. And like well, with the movie honest, experience. So once it gets so big, even if the person is there, it's kind of like lost on, you yeah. know. Like it'd be, it's better. Like if you want the experience to have the Kylie experience than than the Taylor but, and the nosebleeds. But Randy, do you think that also? I mean, is it being too simplistic to say that the pandemic stopped everybody from wanting to go to these types of things and and just kept people well, at home? I, I I think it did, but I also think there is this swing in the other direction right now because everyone is so desperate for connection. And so that's why I think there's, there's even, I don't know, like I, I think there's an investment and there's a lots, lots of speculation of the future of entertainment and how big it can, can get. And I just feel at the end of the day, it's going to go like that and then it'll come back down. Mm, and right. That that's call me old fashioned. Well, well that that's is like that, that thing in Vegas, which oh, I gosh. haven't been to yet, but it just looks crazy. It's just amazing. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. I flew into Vegas not long ago and I saw it from the window. It was cool, but I think that's all I need. But to be yeah. fair, it is Vegas. So you would expect something like that in Vegas. So we're not like having it in New York yet. <laughs> we're not having it in Los Angeles yet. But at least there, you would expect some big, overrated, tacky shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, well, and there, there's been rumbles of one being built in WeHo, which I don't believe it. Where? 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 By the Pacific Design Center, yeah. I guess. And oh, one, one, one in WeHo and one in London. Stop it! That's crazy. I wonder what the how the WeHo one will be the, the gay version. You know what's going to happen? They're going to open one in WeHo, and they're going to say it's state of the art performance. Two weeks later, it'll be a drag brunch there. I guarantee it. It'll be drag brunch. <laughs> the one in this mimosas. That's what it's going to be. The one in WeHo is going to be two balls. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I don't think we can top that one. Uh, uh, Blake, what is number five? Number five. Have you guys seen any or heard anything about the curse on Showtime? Oh, no. Yes. I tried to watch it, but I can't afford Showtime, so I wasn't able to do it. Quit buying books. Do you know anything, Randy? No. This is Emma Stone, right? Emma Stone and who is the guy? Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder. And oh, oh, is this the like HGTV? Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait to see this. I've read stuff about it and I love him, but love him who too. Who is he? I don't know him. Tell me about him. He had a show on Comedy Central called Nathan something. It was for real a pr- or- yeah, yeah, it was Nathan for real. Yeah, it was a like a prank show kind of where he did these like very literal things and stuff and like it was really good. I think I talked about it on the show. He is in this. He and Benny Safdie actually co-created it. Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder play this HGD, HGTV couple who they're filming a new show. And they're kind of gentrifying this small town in New Mexico. The first episode is out now. And the talking points for the first episode, James, you know, you always talk about the boys and the huge penises. Yeah. on there 
this episode had two micro penises. Oh, I have heard this. Yes. And you see and, the people with their micro penises. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, so is yes. that the curse? Is that the curse? The curse is small dicks. Well, that may be I think like a child or a baby or something who gives it, who curses them. What, what, what is this? Well, you, you're led to think that. And, um, I've actually seen the entire series because through mysterious, I don't want to say how, but I hated it. Oh, no. Hated it. See, see this, is pro- this is why I don't watch television. I, it's hard because it's very difficult because I get wrapped up into something. And that's why, you know, I, the only thing I watch is The Crown. Don't tell me the ending. Don't tell me the ending. But that's like the only thing that I'm up with. You know? Well, it's one of those things where I feel like I gave 10 uh, hours of my life up uh, and something truly bonkers does happen in the finale that there's an embargo that you're not supposed to say anything about it, which, so I'm not. But you you wait for that and then it gets there. And I'm just like, what? Wait, if what? you can't say it, can you just reenact it for us? On, just, <laughs> no. Little, do it. They can't sue you. Do it. it I just, I, you I mean. you watched that much. You couldn't have hated it if you watched that many episodes. Thank you. Well, I did Thank hate you. it, and I was only watching it because Wait. I was wanting to see what the big bonkers finale was. Wait a minute. And I then I just didn't go. feel like it. Yeah. You can watch something and hate it. I just did the pit stop. I had to do many- <laughs> oh, Come on. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, I do know that Emma Stone um, is in the new um, Poor Things, which is coming out next month, and she's supposed to get the Oscar for that. So yeah. if you need your Emma Stone fix, wait for Poor Things. That's that Yorgos Lanthimos, who did The Lobster. And, and- she, she's great in this, because she is like, Oh, I do love her. Cringy white girl whose parents are rich, but she's super woke. She <laughs> plays that part to like a T. It's really good. I was up for that role. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. And we will be right back after the break with uh, continuing our top 10. This is the Wow Report on Radio Andy. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go Wow. Welcome back. I'm James St. James here with Blake Jacobs, Randy Barbado, and Bianca Del Rio, and we are heading into the home stretch. Uh, I am number This four. is number four. Last <laughs> night on Hulu, I watched The Ladybird Diaries, which I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know about this. Ladybird Johnson, who is oh, probably yeah. the most fabulous first lady we've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. she, she's just, she's so gorgeous. She's so fabulous. Um, but she... Jackie Kennedy, on her first day of being a first lady, said, "You're going to want to tape record, have a bit, have a tape recording diary of every day that you're in. You know, your husband is in office. So she does that, and she said um, that she, nobody was allowed to listen to these till after she died. So this is the first time anyone is ever hearing this diary of her. Take and notes, so Priscilla. Take notes, Priscilla <laughs> Presley." Well, all of us need to be doing this yeah. because it is so fascinating. She, you know, every single day, she really is one of those steel magnolia types who is like, she is a good Southern woman and she's got her, man, she's very mannered and everything, but she is tough as nails, boy. And she is not afraid to tell Lyndon, you know, what she thinks of every speech and this and that. And she is just, she is the power behind the throne. Uh-huh. And she, um, you know, she's fabulous in her own way. She got a lot of shit because, um, you know, she was following Jackie Kennedy and who can follow Jackie Kennedy, but she's uh-huh. very ladylike 
and her fashion is very, very like proper 60s. It's nothing, you know, like outrageous or anything, but she's got it down. And I think that I need to do my Ladybird era coming up. I need to, I need to start doing Ladybird drag because she is really something special. <laughs> She's a looker. She's a looker. <laughs> she is. She is, and she just wears these. She wears like um that sort of duchess satin, you know, the the just the mm. really matte matte. She wears it in these like bright yellows and she has these capes. She's so good. But anyway, but you also forget that she is responsible for like the beautification uh, like the highway beautification in the 60s and the Environmental Protection Agency Act, which she helped in it. I mean, she was really, she she was really uh, all about that. She's fascinating and it's just- it's, it's Is that her legacy? Is that like her main legacy? Yeah, well, she, she was all about, you know, she brought, um she re renovated like Central Park and all the parks in the country and all oh. that. She was all about bringing, you know, flowers, planting them along the highway and picking up the trash and everything. And the fact she she had billboard regulations that you couldn't have like trashy billboards anymore on highway. She was really all about beautifying the country. Uh -huh. But it's also, you forget too that, you know, this is during the period where Robert F. Kennedy is assassinated, Martin Luther is assassinated, and it's, it's just every day of those the riots in the 60s it's just uh, the moral is if you can't be pretty do pretty there you <laughs> go <laughs> that, i'm gonna put that on on my sheets on a pillow do pretty be pretty if you can't be pretty do pretty yeah there you go number three randy what do you got number three it's the gamification of america you guys look you know that i love gambling I do. I, I love, uh, I love playing a slot. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm just like, I'm like a little old lady that way. Wait, I do have, you have a, like a catheter or something as you play so that you don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and like a pack of cigarettes. And uh -huh. no, I do it with my dad. It's like, it's, it's been like, we've been doing it for like 30 years. Anyway, um, long story long, I, you know, I have noticed and we've all noticed the way these games have evolved. These slot machines have evolved. Right. Then my kids, I've noticed at school, there are these different, I've tried to prevent them from going on iPads. You try and do that. But then there are different programs, educational programs that they're teaching them in school and you go to them and they're all games. They are games that have mm -hmm. like, if you sell the cupcakes, so there's games in school. I read this article about Mark Thompson, who's now running CNN, who was running the New York times after the BBC and you know, his whole thing was to increase traffic at the New York times at the digital version. How did he do that? The games. I don't know. Do you guys go to the New York time game section, which yeah. I'm like, I'll, I do it every morning. You yeah. know, I'm sorry. It's like, and then there's this article I read somewhere that by, by 2030, $96 billion will be spent on game-related marketing and advertising. So they're using gaming to sell us everything. So what well, is that? Wait, but you're, you're telling me that, like, in schools now, that the only way to get people to learn is to have, the, have like, little bouncy little characters, like... On it's your not the game. only way to, 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 to learn, but it certainly has become integrated in a way... That's completely acceptable. By the way, I'm not making a judgment on any of this because I like to play a game. 
Well, and I Nick Jr. You know, I mean, Junior this is around. a game. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, I think the moral is make sure you learn how to play Old Maid early on, right, Bianca? Go fish. Uh-huh. And go fish. <laughs> anyway, just, uh, just sharing. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and now we're moving on to number two, and I think that's our very special guest, Bianca. What do you got for us? Well, number two. It's a brilliant coffee table book. If you're a drag queen, if you're a Dolly lover, well, let's be real. Everybody's a fucking Dolly lover. Is there anybody yes. who hates Dolly Parton? Get off the show. Stop listening right no. now. Everybody loves Dolly. So it's a great book that's just basically all of her costumes and, and wigs and all of this stuff. It's archival beautifully showcased photos of all of the drag she's worn through the years. And this is like ideal for every drag queen. Every queen's going to have a new fucking idea for the next season of Drag Race. You know it. Everyone's going to have a rhinestone buckle, have a blonde wig. It's set. And what's so great about the book is, um, I don't know about you guys, but have you been to, to Dollywood? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I went recently and all I wanted to do was to see the clothes up close, you know, just to see, cause she's a tiny little person and i wanted to see those titties that waist how did they make it how did they make it all happen so now that i have the book it's pretty amazing and impressive to have it all at my fingertips to sit and look at i mean it's one of those things that you sit back on the couch with this book a tall glass of vodka and a can of frosting that is what it is immersive i was looking at it yesterday and it really is it goes from you know the 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 60s the hee-haw era and all that stuff right through to yesterday and Mm -hmm. it's just every outfit it is so exhaustive it is so wonderful and as you were saying earlier you wish that Diana Ross did it. You wish Hello? that Cher did it. You wish that Lady Gaga had one. You wish that Beyonce, every single star, needs to have a book this complete, this comprehensive. That is Agreed. just it. It is so fun to look at. And you know, but I when I was at Dollywood, I was there a long time ago, and I remember I was a little um, disappointed in the museum. It didn't. It wasn't as comprehensive as I wanted it to be. Oh. It only had like twenty or thirty outfits in it, right? Or or yeah, they expanded many. it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't many. And I think also when I went, it was about to go under construction. So I don't know if she was expanding or making it bigger, but certain areas were blocked off and they were about to, you know, readjust everything there. So I, I do hope to go back and look at it. But I went on a rainy day. This is the best thing. Apparently, people don't like rain. Go on a rainy day and there's no lines for the ride. You might get electrocuted, but there's no lines for the rides. You get in and out like roller coasters in the rain. Who gives a shit? It's Hollywood. (laughs) What a way to go. (laughs) I I absolutely loved it. We went on a rainy day. No kids, no families. It was brilliant. It was a couple of gays who didn't mind getting moist in public. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) That's all I can see are bed bugs when I look in your frame, James. (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to God. It was really traumatizing. Someday there will be a book about the Bedbug Chronicles where I will tell. In honor of Lady Bird. Today, James (laughs) told me he had Bedbug. (laughs) 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 Anyway, when we come back, we will have our number one thing of the week that made us go, wow. Wow. You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow. Welcome back. We have made it to number one. Number one. It is our very special guest, the lovely and talented Bianca Del Rio, who has a new show 
What is it? Where is it? When is it? Tell us everything. Well, I must tell you, this is the first time in drag that I've been number two and number one at the same time. <laughs> ah, just in my panties. Well, I'm excited because we have just announced that I am going back on the road. And you say, why are you going back on the road, Bianca? It's because the world needs more suffering. I'm there to remind everyone with my new show that I am dead inside. We just um, announced our new tour dates, it's uh, 60 dates in America and Canada, wow. and uh, we'll be traipsing around. We'll be getting to other parts of the world. We plan to do six continents, seven, maybe if Antarctica takes the bid, but we're interested in, in getting back on the road and, and spreading my hate to the masses. So I'm quite excited to go hit the road again. It's been a hot minute. I had a year off to do some other random stuff, uh, uh, some surgeries, foot surgery, nothing crazy, but... Um, <laughs> I had all that. Now I'm like itching to get back, itching, unlike you in your house, itching to get back on the road. So I'm looking forward to seeing people uh, out on the road and being a nasty cunt, as I do, in a very small environment. As Randy, you can come to the show. It's small. I won't be at the globe. Uh, listen, I, I can cut all budget. Literally, it's a table and a glass of wine. That's how cheap I am. It just makes it so much easier. No one can fuck it up. There's no intros. There's no videos. We've had all that in the past. But sometimes the video would start right in the middle. Sometimes the intro, half of it. I'm like, well, here we go. So it saves me a lot of headache to just be with an audience one-on-one. So I'm, I'm very much so looking forward to it. When does and, it start? What are the, what, what, what's the start yeah, date? February 11th in San Diego, I believe, uh, is the start of it. And so we go through all of American Canada. And then, of course, we will be announcing the rest of the tour. I'll be touring until 2025 because we've got the rest of the world to hit. So it's February through May. I'll be traipsing around America and Canada. And then we continue on, obviously, Australia and Asia and uh, UK and Europe and all of that to be announced soon. They're working on all the routing as we speak. Get your tickets at BiancaDelRio.com. Well, if you need anyone to go check on your house with the pool in Palm Springs this <laughs> summer. <laughs> of course. Of course. James, you can't come. Bed bugs. No. <laughs> Randy, keep your fucking ticks. Not allowed. <laughs> oh, my but, God. You know, it is yeah. interesting, though, Bianca, because you talk about touring for months and a year, uh, for basically a year of your life. And you were saying earlier that you don't get tired and you don't want to crawl into a ball and cry every time you have to go on stage. That you actually get, you're like a hurricane. You are Hurricane Bianca. You gather strength as you go along. Well, as I told you before, the crazy thing is that, you know, the, the schedule is insane. When you look at it objectively, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going here. I'm going well, there. I, do, I get a panic attack whenever I oh. whenever you post every one yeah. of those cities. Yeah. <laughs> the game here is to go, I'm grateful because I go, it's work. You know, you're going to be working for that limited time. Uh, so you go, all right, this is a, a good set up for you but even if you're there you're tired let's say the flight was late the bus got in late you know uh you're very lethargic all of that you got to shave your balls too much information but all of that you're doing before the show is dreadful on occasion and then you get on stage you can't help but be in a good mood you know so it kind of shifts for me when i'm out there so it's not like oh i have to do this Prepping for it is worse. As I've told you, it's like sex. You know, the prepping is worse than actually fucking, you know? And if the fucking is bad, you've got a great story. So even in the end, <laughs> if I'm in Akron, Ohio, and it's a fucking nightmare, trust me, Akron goes into the fucking act. So it's <laughs> for me, you know? And, and how lucky to get to be doing this. This is my sixth world tour that I'll be, that I'm on, which is crazy. Sixth one in 10 years. So it's it's been a wild ride. So I I look forward to it. 
Do you have hoes in different area codes? Oh, I have had them in the past, which is always tricky. But you know what? It gets to be too tiresome now because it becomes the, hey, do you want to meet? Hey, do you want to go? Literally, I don't like much time in between shows. So we're doing a city a night, if we're lucky, to get to the next one. That's why we're on a a tour bus because I can traipse faster than having that time off in between. I can sleep when I'm dead. So you aren't one of those people who has the after party and you go to the clubs? Hell no. Or you know what the after party early is? In the morning and go sightseeing. It's me on that bus counting my money. That's the after party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm that is the thing. It. I don't think people realize how, like, like there are so few comedians that are as successful as you are. Like, people well, don't realize it. It have. is such. No, but it is such an accomplishment to be going on your third world tour. I think it is six. so amazing. Six. You're, six. you're six. I know. Six. I, okay. To, to your six world tour. Like you can't do that and party. Number one, it's no, like, yeah, it is work. and no, I'm, sort of ex- I'm excited about um, all the future endeavors as well, because I'm, I'm sure there's, when's the TV series When's the Vegas regular? I know you're busy for the next year and a half, but yeah. as you're doing that, you're laying track for everything else, right? That's been the game though. But since I, since drag race, which has now been 10 years, which is crazy to even think about uh, the fact that it's been 10 years is that the game was, I was always on the road. So I haven't done much television or occasional stuff here and there. I haven't done a lot of stuff like some of my other drag friends have my goal was to go on the road and my thing has always just been that's where the connection is with the people that's where the fun is for me uh i mean television is lovely but it's a different medium you know it's a different Uh feeling and i prefer Uh to feed off of the people that are in front of me you know so that's just always Mm -hmm. been my go-to it's always been what i've had the most joy with i mean now i'm not turning down movies and stuff but if it works out it works out you know and at this point in my career i've just signed with caa so there's been um you know a lot of talk of things going on but then the strike happened you know while I had just signed but I'd already had the tour set so this is what's in front of me right now and this is what I'm rolling with but I'm I'm open to all of it you know it's like let's roll with it I mean how lucky to be working this many years 10 years Randy 10 years since drag race Uh and you have uh you're paying your taxes and you have like a good advisor who's making your money with your money I love you I love you for that that is is on the case that's that's what i'm doing it for you know it's it's, you know it's it's just it's great to get to be back out again and and spreading my hate to the masses because they need it (laughs) they need it (laughs) well you can come back and spread your hate here anytime i will gladly Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna bring alana stewart with me next time (laughs) and i think there's a lot of young queens that need to be reminded and need to be um need to be you know what this is where it falls on you. Let's create a new television show where it's called Bianca Takes Over, like Tabitha. And I go and get these cunts together. I go tell them how to live after drag race. Reform. Well, it, it, it's, it's like you go to the kitchen. You know, who's the guy at the kitchen guy who helps kitchen? You can go Gordon to Jim. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay and Tabitha had their shows where they would, she's taken over. She would make it better. I would gladly get those cunts together. And God knows there's a million of them. At the, drag queens are falling out of the fucking trees at this point. Let's get them together. 
Uh, and on that note, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning into the Wow Report on Radio Andy Sirius XM. Listen to previous episodes on YouTube channel Wow Presents, and we will see you at the same time next week. Until then, go out and do something that makes the world go wow. wow.